Wolverine finally coming to the MCU? Anthony Mackie just dropped that a new Captain America could be revealed very soon. And take a seat, Harry Potter fans. A TV show could be in the works. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Welcome to the Geek Underground, episode number 64. This is Dadpool. And I'm the Trash Panda. And we are here, and it's 2021, and 2021's been going for a while, and I I don't really feel that much different. Schools are still closed. (laughs) Uh, I guess the vaccine is rolling out. Can't go to the movies, at least in our neck of the woods here in England. I know in America it's different. It varies by location and around the world. Every country has their own different rule and law about the social distancing that's happening. So I I just don't know. People said that 2021 was supposed to be better. And then didn't you come across a story about how 2020 even ended? It, It didn't happen to us, but the poor Australians who started off the year with forest fires then had COVID and then ended the year with seafoam that was so much seafoam, it was described as apocalyptic. And if that wasn't bad enough, it actually contained some very unusual things, including half a dead cow what? and sea snakes, <laughs> all of which are venomous. So this seafoam, which is like hugely high, and I mean, it, there are people running around in this and it is up to their chests. I'm not joking how thick this stuff is. And yeah, a small dog got lost in the foam. Unsurprisingly, small- we could think. <laughs> and um, yeah, there are uh, evil sneeze snakes. Sneeze snakes. Sneeze snakes. Oh, so it would, it would be like that scene from, what was it? The mummy where they're all running around in the high grass and they're those little pygmy skeletons yeah. that are running around in their feet and all the people are disappearing because they get yanked down. So there's deadly poisonous... Or in poisonous- the second Jurassic Park movie in, in, in The Lost World where they're running in the long grass and then suddenly the, the, the soldiers go missing. Just start disappearing. Eaten by the velociraptors. <laughs> so good so 2020 on our way out the door you couldn't just let us have it you couldn't just let us go and leave you and but it's bled into 2021 but still movies movie companies are still planning for movies this year i've I've looked at the slate and they're at least trying to have movies i'll talk about that more later um but yeah just just still such a random world we're glad you could join us today we really do appreciate having you along So thank you right off the bat for that. We know you could be in a lot of places and we love having you along here uh, and and just joining us because we like to have fun with you. And and if you like to have fun, though, this has got to be one of the best jobs you could possibly ever have. There is a company called Bonus Finder. It's a casino review company, and they have launched a job opening where you can sign up for This is good until February 12th, a job opening where they will pay you $500 a day to watch Netflix Eat pizza and then review it. I 
want to do that job. <laughs> is this not the best like COVID pandemic lockdown job you could possibly ask for? Can I have that job? It, it'll be doing what we're already doing. We're already just binge watching Netflix all day. We're already sitting there doing nothing. And possibly a lot of us are eating pizza. We had pizza last night. And I think we we're making pizza tomorrow night because you made some fresh dough. And so this is something we're all doing already. And you can get paid $500. If you want to look into it, again, look up Bonus Finder. And uh, I think it closes on February 12th is so when that... So why can't I apply for this job? I, I think you can. Maybe you can. Is it only in I don't America? Think, I don't think there is a location specific, I believe, as so long as you is have... is it $500 or is it 500 pounds? It is $500. Dang it! Which is like 400 pounds. That's still a good chunk of change to sit, watch Netflix, eat pizza, and review it every day. (laughs) Do you know how mad my boss would be? Why are you leaving? Because I can sit at home, watch Netflix, and eat pizza and make five times as much as I make in a month? No, that's a lie. I... That's oh my holy goodness. cow! In two days, I could make what I make in a month. Yep, of just work. just watching Netflix and eating that pizza. Sucks. And then you could take the rest of the month off <laughs> and watch more Netflix and eat more eat pizza. Eat more pizza. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Oh, uh, on to things that are terrible for you. Disney has released a new food item at their shops in Disney World. They are selling a grilled cheese sandwich, which kids love grilled cheese. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked about something similar to this before. Uh, a grilled cheese sandwich with glazed donuts as the bun. No! Yes, Disney is getting on board. Oh, and this is something where Disney. I've still said, I want to have that I want to have that bacon cheeseburger that has the Krispy Kreme bun. It'd uh, just be amazing. And now Disney's no. falling in line with this. No, no. Right, right in line with what was that, that spam Oreo burger that we saw as well? That, that's disgusting. Yeah, I, I don't know. And again, it's in America where we just don't love. Know. I know. It's, it's disgusting. It's, it's America. <laughs> it's all you can say is that it's America. Ew. And, and that makes sense, though. People in America know. And then people in the rest of the world, they know as well. Us Americans like the largest artery clogging thing you can have. I mean, we we have what other country in the world has competitive eating where, where how much of the world is starving and struggling to get food. We're trying to see how many hot dogs you can eat in 10 minutes. I don't know. I've seen plenty of videos recently of tiny, tiny, tiny women from Asian countries scarfing food like as quick as they can well yeah and it's like well, a thing. one of the top competitive eating women i think she was called the black widow was was asian descent and she would just destroy competition at that and she would just gobble down like seven pounds of cheesecake in 10 minutes i mean it was ridiculous but beyond that we, we don't need to eat food that, that's just america you're ridiculous and then i have just one more bit of random news you, you might have heard of this one as well and this is one now we heard about that pizza that what was it? Ended up being something like a $100,000 pizza because somebody offered bitcoins if somebody would deliver them a pizza. And this was about a decade ago, eight years ago or so. Uh, and he's been mocked because he essentially gave away a small fortune just to have someone deliver him a pizza. Right. Just right. because the, the average price of Bitcoin nowadays, uh, well, it actually peaked last week at $40,000 a coin. OK. And so if right. he just gave a couple coins for a pizza, he, he's hundreds of thousands of dollars away. Now, there is one engineer, a programmer out there. His name is Stefan Thomas. Uh, about a decade ago, he was paid 7,000 Bitcoins for helping with a video game. Now, at the time, Bitcoin were roughly 2 3 $5 a coin. So it was still a decent amount of money for helping yeah, with his yeah. video game. And now he put them on an iron 
Um, an, an iron drive, iron uh, iron key, sorry. Basically, it's a hard drive that will encrypt it very well for you because Bitcoin's a decentralized item. It's not stored in some online cloud-based location. You have to store these coins yourself. So when people have Bitcoin, they basically create a digital wallet on a hard drive and make sure that nobody else can access it. So, and that's what Stefan Thomas did. Hold on. If you have to store it yourself, what is stopping somebody from actually creating a Bitcoin? Uh, because you can't just create one. The way the, the way the blockchain is created is by your computer solving incredibly complex algorithms, and all of that is then stored within the token that is the Bitcoin. There's no way to create one without all of the, the, the blockchain, the, the way it's built, and the way that it tracks every single transaction and builds on that. It has this huge trail behind it of information that you can't duplicate. Okay, and that's the, way, that's the way Bitcoin works. Again, it is still a bit weird. He was paid 7,000 of these 10 years ago. Now, like I said, how much is a Bitcoin? What did it high at just recently? $40,000. He can't remember the password <laughs> to his hard drive. And being that it's an iron oh key hard drive, he has, he has 10 chances. 10 chances to guess at the password. Once he gets to the 10th chance, because it is an iron key hard drive, it will, well, there's two options actually with these. One, you can have it where it just simply wipes all the information or just, or just basically encrypts it to the point where you can never recover it. Two, they actually have built-in self-destruct mechanisms in these that will literally, like Mission Impossible style. Why would you hard put drive. it on something like that? Well, you don't want people to steal it. You don't want people to be able to gain access to your, your stuff. And he put it on there, and he's forgotten it. He's at attempt 8 of 10. He has two more attempts. He's, he's been slowly trying over the last couple years to remember what this password is. Now, again, if I was him, there are a lot of smart people out there and companies out there. And if you said, look, you guys can have half of this, you know, because half of 200, which is 280 million, by the way, is how much that equates to. 7,000 Bitcoin at a high of 40,280 million. So so just walking away with half of 280 million is better than all of nothing if he doesn't but do why, it. But why, do you know what I would have done? I would have been like, right, this is worth 280 mil. Give me the 80. You can have the 200. Here's the drive. Oh, oh, and just figure it out. If you can figure it out, it's yours. Oh my goodness. Anything. I, th I think actually there was an old security expert at Facebook offered to help him with it for 10%. Now, again, that was just great. I mean, that's less than I, I would have been like, you guys, you can have half if you can have me get this. Just get me my $140 million. I mean, but he's sitting on a literal fortune that he cannot access. And, and according to a lot of the, the studies out there, uh, people think there's roughly 20% of Bitcoin that have been mined over the years that either people have lost access to or have destroyed somehow inadvertently because of things like that. They've forgotten passwords. They've misplaced them. It's billions and billions of dollars that people have misplaced because when Bitcoin started, again, it wasn't worth a lot. Those 7,000 Bitcoins might have been worth, you know, about seven to $10,000 or maybe $20,000 at the most. It's still a lot of money, but not, not the millions and millions they are now. You do feel sorry for that guy because it's tough and you you are supposed to create a rather long password keychain that you use so it's not something easy to guess but man that's just brutal looking at the hard drive and knowing there's 280 see, million dollars on that. that's why I create massively long passwords. I make them all something that I'm like right that's in my brain. I know it. I'm not going to forget that. Yeah, but I've created passwords for our kids' devices that I don't want them to guess that aren't our usual ones. And then I've forgotten. I've taken more than 10 guesses to try to figure it out. I say, like, okay, it could be this. And I've, I slowly write down every single thing I try and eventually guess 20. I might get it uh, when, when I've finally gotten there. It hasn't happened that often, but 
Holy cow. Yeah. So you got to feel sorry for the guy. It is tough, but, but man, it's, I'd be offering all of it. Somebody help me, please. Somebody help me. And now before we get to all the things we're geeking out about, I just wanted to give a top three headlines from the past few weeks. And I'll just start with number three. I think you've got number two and I'll have number one. So number three, though, number three headline from the past couple weeks of 2021, Harry Potter will be going to HBO Max. They are potentially, this is potentially Harry Potter fans. They are developing a live action TV show that wraps around the Harry Potter world. Now, hear me out here. There has been the sacrilegious talk about potentially recasting Daniel Ratcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint's roles as Harry, Hermione, and Ron. I think to a lot of people, that's very sacrilegious. It's not sacrilegious. The only one I'm going to miss is Hermione. Or they could be exploring different areas of the world. We don't know yet, but we do know is that since Warner Brothers, HBO, they're in bed together. They own Harry Potter. They want to make money. Harry Potter just prints money. And if they can get on that cash cow again, they're going to do it. And I love exploring worlds of shows that I've liked, of books that I've liked. And if they do it well, I'm all for this. That is the number three headline of the week. Over to you, Trash Panda. Uh, So my headline is all about Captain America. Now, we all thought he was done in the Marvel Universe. Nice, neat bow wrapped around his little story. But it's not as finished as we might think. Because there has been some news whirling around the internet about Captain America, Chris Evans' Captain America, coming back in on three separate projects, which is really interesting. Now, Evans is being really tight-lipped about it and saying, oh, he's playing dumb about it. No. This has gotten a lot of traction in the last little while, so I think this is actually the real thing. We have got the idea that he's going to be doing something with him playing the alternate Hydra version of himself. Yeah, that has me really excited. Which is really cool. Also, that there is a possibility he might be, this is my favourite one, possibly might be. (laughs) This is so cool. Could you drag it out anymore, Trash Panda? Could you drag it out anymore? Yes, I can. Possibly might be. Possibly might be. No, he's going to be fighting Wolverine. (laughs) Is that how they're going to bring Wolverine into the MCU? So, yeah, it's it's very likely. So, it would be taking on after Endgame from Steve's point of view, following his decision to pay, travel back into the 1940s to be with Peggy Carter, which would then put him solidly in a timeline where he could be in the same place as Wolverine. Wow. Because Wolverine a was Project obviously X, available yeah. in World War II. So, it's really, really interesting. Now, they haven't actually gone into what the third one is i honestly don't care what the third one is i'm glad he's coming back and i'm super excited that he's going to be bringing wolverine back into it all now i know that some people feel the other side of that that they they want him to stay retired at this point i I like to see i think this will be great i'd love to see him do some more you'd have to recast wolverine though i don't think jackman could actually go back and do that anymore and i think he said he was done unless he could work with ryan reynolds and that that i want to see Deadpool I think, honestly, Deadpool 3, when it comes, is going to have Wolverine amazing. in Please it. Please do that. Please do that. And the number one headline from the past couple weeks, Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon in the MCU, says Phase 4's Captain America will be revealed to audiences by the end of the Falcon and Winter Soldier Disney Plus miniseries, which is cool. And this leads me to believe, though, that it won't be Falcon. Now, I have long thought, I think we have long thought, 
that Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier should carry that mantle. And if you remember, Trash Panda, when we were talking with him about that we thought he should have been given the shield, he just got really quiet and smiled. Did you remember that? Right. He yeah. got so, really well, quiet on. and smiled. We actually did speak specifically to Sebastian Stan. We met him at one of the Comic-Cons. Uh, we were really excited to meet him. We got his autograph on the Captain America shield. And actually, at the moment, his is the only signature on our Captain America shield. Yes. And he did, in fact, when we all said, it's a shame we thought you would be Cap, he got very quiet. And he Very quiet. Like, I know something you don't know. And I think that, <laughs> oh, that'll be so amazing to me. I would love to see him as Captain America. I think he deserves it. As Cap's best friend, he, he got to give it to him. You got to give him the shield. And I think in the comics, he picked up that mantle for a while as well. So that, that would be what I would definitely like to see. And those are your top three headlines from the past couple weeks uh, here on the Geek Underground. And so, Trash Panda, you got to tell me, what are you geeking out about from the last little bit? I know you've got a lot of stuff on, on your screen there that you want to you want to share with the world. I am so super excited because there's been lots of good stuff recently, like oh, amazing so stuff yes. and some pretty terrible stuff as well. <laughs> All right. You got to start with that. Like, the t- terrible t- stuff? Tell me the ter- terrible stuff that, that okay, you've got. So the terrible thing that I've got is we watched a movie last weekend and... I really didn't like the idea of this movie when it was the trailers. And then I saw the final trailer. I was like, hey, it might be good. And no, it was rubbish. Wonder Woman 1984 was terrible. It, okay. I did see that it was it was slammed by critics. It was panned by a lot of people. And it, it made mm. no sense. Like the guy... I, I'm going to totally spoiler this because it's just, it right, makes alert, no spoiler sense. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. So the main guy who's played by Pedro Pascal, who's also the Mandalorian, he finds the dream stone, which is basically a stone that gives you your ultimate wish, but that also then takes something away from you. It was created by the gods yeah. thousands of years before. By, by Was it the Greek gods? Well, here's the thing. One, they actually never really said which god it was made by, which is ridiculous. It's like... Um, I thought they did. I thought they actually no, figured it out No, you never gave us an actual specific, like, proper god. This was ridiculous. I was like, what? You could have said it was Janus. You could have said it was this. There's a million gods you could have said that was from, and you didn't really go into it. So there's that for a start. And it had Latin writing on it. Again, she's the daughter of Zeus. It's not the... All right. I hate this stupid Greek Roman thing. Get it right. So, so for, for those that are listening, if you want to know why Trash Panda is so enraged right now, it's because she has a very difficult time when studios and movies and TV shows don't separate the Roman and Greek mythology, which they are very different names, very different things. And they tend to blend those a lot of times into the names that we just know more commonly. And, and that so irks Diana Trash Panda quite is a bit. The do- Diana is the daughter in the Greek hierarchy, in the Roman hierarchy, that Zeus has a daughter named Artemis and Athena. Now, Diana is the daughter of Jupiter. So how can Diana be the daughter of Zeus? It does not work. Yes, she's angry. Stupid. She's angry. Stupid, stupid. About very silly things. Very silly things, people, that she's angry about. Fair enough. (laughs) So, Pedro Pascal, he decides to make a wish that he wants to be the Dreamstone. So the Dreamstone disappears and he becomes like the Wishmaster. And then he keeps asking for people's wishes and then getting iller 
So the idea is that he takes more people's wishes? It makes no sense. No, then he takes people's health. So when they make a wish, he'll take but their health. It's dumb. You're right. So th- th- dumb, so th- dumb, th- there's dumb. some very lazy writing. Don't get me wrong. And lazy then, writing. The one bit I was looking forward to was Cheetah, who doesn't even show up till the last five minutes of the movie and very quickly gets defeated. You barely see anything more than what's in the trailer. That's fair. All right. This is very much like a superhero movie from the 90s where it was just all action. You don't have to explain anything. Let's just blow stuff up and cause this crazy thing that you've got to fix and we'll fix it. And it's fine, though. It was all right. You know, just the only good bit was that first bit when she's a little girl and still on the Themyscira, whatever the name of the island is. Yeah. When she's a little girl and she's doing that course. That was fun. I like that. That was great. The rest of it sucked. Absolutely sucked. There was no ending to it. Chris Pine shows up in somebody else's body. So everybody else sees somebody else. And actually it's Chris Pine and it's weird. And then they put in the invisible jet because they can. But after that, she's never going to be able to blink and fly the thing again because she doesn't know how to fly. So then she suddenly realizes, well, if I keep jumping up in the air, I can fly. Yeah, there, there was no! some weird bits. It was, it was a bit odd. It, it was. It uh, was. Just okay. Grab, wah, grab wah. some popcorn. It is definitely just a popcorn flick. Just grab some popcorn. Don't think about it at all. Just, just watch no, it. You, you <laughs> need to be brain dead watching this, otherwise just, you'll be mad. <laughs> kids, Seriously, kids will enjoy it. It'll be fine. Give yourself like electrotherapy, you know. But yes, before you watch it, because then you might actually be able to enjoy it instead of sitting there going, "Why did you do that? It's such a waste of a." Flick. All right, so your anger is done. Move on to the things you're happy about. Let's go yes. to your happy place, Trash happy Panda. Place. Your happy place. Happy place. Okay, happy let's get place. there. Please, fast. Right, so the good things that I am super <laughs> excited about. So we've watched now the first three episodes oh. of WandaVision. Is and this I've where I say, say I'm excited about that? Do you want me to interject <laughs> that it's good? I can do that if you want me to interject. So I've heard from a lot of people, a lot of people, that they really don't like it. And that they don't, I don't get, get it. Now, the thing is, is that I completely understand what they're saying. However, having now watched episode three and seeing kind of a bit more from what's behind it, I think people are taking the show way too literally. And actually on Rotten Tomatoes, it's got like nearly 100% score. And I'm not kidding. Oh, yeah, it's crushing it on Rotten it's Tomatoes. Fr- it is completely fresh. But I can understand why people aren't, getting what it is because my dad is just like oh it's rubbish i hated i love lucy and all those shows when i was a kid so why would i want to watch it now and if you've not got a massive knowledge about marvel then it's you know you won't enjoy it you don't have to though no well it's getting better and every week i've seen it improve i've enjoyed it just because it's fun and it really is just stupidly funny but at the same time, it's got so many little things in there. And you're like, oh, look, Hydra symbol. Oh, look, Strucker. Oh, look, shield, stone, sword. sword. Yeah. I'm loving it. Well, what I loved as well was one of the little Easter eggs about how when they sat down with Vision's boss in the show, they have this bottle of wine on the table and it has a French name on it. But when translated, essentially comes to mean House of M. And for those that haven't read the comics, Trash Penny, you have yes, the I House have. of N M miniseries is one where Scarlet Witch is going. Her her mind is fracturing, and she is 
powerful enough to destroy the known universe. And it's about how they're trying to stop that because she's warping reality and stuff is happening. And and the fact that they put that in there lets us lets us know that's essentially what's happening here. And when we see this world then of we're not sure if she is causing this rift or they have put her into this to keep the rest of the world safe. And we, we, we don't know really no. which side it's on. But 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 Paul Bettany just came out and he said that the next episode will be a massive perspective shift on where we're seeing the show from. Yeah. So I'm thinking that we're, we're going to see this from outside the bubble now. Good. And, and that should be hopefully what we And we did we obviously see. in the last episode get a, a small glimpse of outside the bubble with Geraldine getting kicked out of the bubble. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we're starting to see some cracks in the whole thing, which is really interesting. Yeah, definitely worth a watch. If you haven't watched it yet, it is weird. It is strange, but so amazing and so well done. And if you ever grew up watching like Nick at Night, which I did, which showed all of those old shows, such as I Dream of Genie and Bewitched. And I didn't really watch Brady Bunch much, but I saw enough of it to really get the feel of it all there. Uh, all in the family, a lot of those. You're going to feel all of those all over again. And it's amazing. It's really, really an amazing show and so well done. Yeah, I agree. I like it. I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Yeah. All right, what else you got? So another series that's just started is on Amazon Prime over here. I'm hoping it's on Amazon Prime in America. We are double checking that at the moment. I've got a friend in America who's checking to see if it's on there. And that's Star Trek Lower Decks. Now, I know you've only seen episode one, but I've got to say... This is not a children's show. It is a cartoon. Not at all. <laughs> not a children's show. But holy cow, I'm enjoying this. In one of the last episodes, Riker shows up and it's and uh, also his wife, who I can't think of her name, but they're both in it. Deanna Troy. Okay. They're both in it. And it is the voice actors from them that are doing it. It is absolutely irreverent. Completely so. But it is so funny. It's like Star Trek, but mixed with Family Guy. Well, I, I would say, bit. is it an animated version of the Orville? Would that be more of an yes, apt? Okay. But very Star Trek. And it is so funny. Well, it's because it's actually approved and licensed by Star Trek, yeah, correct? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. But it is so good. I mean, I blazed through the entire first series and I've just enjoyed every single episode. And I've gone back because I showed you episode one again yeah. so that you could see it. And I laughed even harder the second time because finally little things like made sense. But the tiny things they keep bringing in, like Riker's like, oh, I was just watching Enterprise on the vid feed. You know, that captain. What's the guy's name from the original Enterprise? Scott Bayo? No. Or Scott Bakula? Yeah, but his character. I, I don't know his character. So anyway, name in the they're original. going on about him, and I'm like, really? <laughs> so if you like Star Trek and you like the Orville and you like Family Guy, you will enjoy but you Lower see, Decks. I'm not a massive Family Guy fan. I've got to say. But you like McFarlane's humor at times. I do. I don't like it when it gets really crass, and this doesn't get to the point of really, really, really crass. Yeah. Um, all of the bad language is beeped out because obviously it's Star Trek, so it's a bit weird. But you obviously know that they're saying some pretty bad words and it's obviously about like the very much the lowest part of the the ship people you know the people who clean out the trash and do all this sort of <laughs> thing so it's really funny and it's pulling just references from every star trek like show that there is 
And it's so good. Like one point they're like, oh, do you know Picard? Do you know this person? Do you know this person? And they're just pulling names of like all the people that are in all the different Star Trek franchises. And it's so good. <laughs> so I mean, if you've got a working knowledge of Star Trek anyway, it makes it so much better. But on its own, it's just a funny series. Again, it's rated around about 13 plus to 15. I've seen different ratings and depending on where you're looking at. I would totally agree with that. But if you are like a sci-fi fan and you've enjoyed series like that, give it a go. It made me laugh really hard. And especially in the first episode when she's drunk and she's got a backlift and like, <laughs> yeah, I've got a backlift, I'm going to get you. And then she cuts in by accident and it's really funny and they start screaming. And if you don't know what a backlift is, it's a Klingon, big curved sword, two-handed thing. And she yeah, slices someone's leg with it <laughs> while she's drunk, which is great. Good, wholesome family entertainment. With there, Romulan whiskey, so being very Romulan topical. ale. No, it was Romulan whiskey. It was actually whiskey. whiskey. They never mentioned Romulan whiskey in the show. It's always Romulan ale. Yeah, I know, but they were using Romulan okay. whiskey, which all seemed right, stronger. All right, all right. There I'll back go. off. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do Much you want else to keep there? going? Yeah, yes, you, you okay. go. Go sorry, through your geeking out stuff. The other two things I'm super excited about is that uh, HBO Max and warner brothers have just released a big trailer thing dump that included loads and loads of bits from different movies that they're going to be releasing both in theaters and on hbo Max oh is it their whole streaming slate oh it looks yeah. so so amazing so two of the major things that came out of that was the new mortal kombat movie which looks really good and having just watched the old Mortal Kombat movie, <laughs> although I can't imagine anybody else playing Lord Raiden apart from the Highlander now. I absolutely <laughs> Christopher love Lambert. Christopher Lambert played Lord Raiden. <laughs> it just makes me laugh every time because he does the he, 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 he. And I really love Christopher Lambert. Um, and the other one, which has got its own trailer, is Godzilla vs. Kong, which I was, I've loved both kong skull island i really enjoyed both the two godzilla movies i was really interested to see how godzilla versus kong was going to go down because kong is seen as a good character and so is godzilla at this point so why these two would be fighting it seems kind of like what's going on here yeah uh, but the trailer looks epic i mean solidly epic so good. But for those in america you won't have to wait that long to see these where godzilla versus kong is a march release and again, with the HBO Max being available in America, if you don't feel safe going out, you can at least for the month, maybe $15.99 and get HBO Max. You can watch the movie. Now, the one thing that I was thinking of doing is when we get towards the end of the year, maybe even say August, I'll just sign up for a month and then I'll watch all the movies that have been released. Well, you can't do that. They're no. only on HBO Max for 30 days and then just in theater exclusively. Which is kind of like, oh, they're, they're thinking of all the things that a streamers would try to do to watch their shows. And, and they're keeping us from doing that. So you do yeah. need to pay every month for the whole year to get all of them. And it's an amazing slate, though. Have Godzilla and Kong in March, Mortal Kombat in April, Space Jam, you can, you know. Still looks libertate, good. It looks good in July. Suicide Squad in August. Yeah. Dune in October. And The Matrix 4 out in December. It is a year. One, two, three. I mean, six every other month, essentially. You will have a solid, solid movie that is a blockbuster well, there was also on its own. The Tom and Jerry movie. Oh, I, which I left that one up, yeah. Say that. Having looked at the animation well, there's more in, than compa that. in comparison to like the screen, like the, the real life, uh, it doesn't look that great. 
But I was really disappointed in the way that the the animation like folds into the actual reality, and it's like nowhere near as good even as like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was well, what thirty years ago, forty years ago. I think it's just the direction they wanted to take artistically and the way they wanted it to look, and they chose that, and it's how it looks. There's a lot more movies WB yeah. is dumping. Other than that, those are just for me the pop culture nerdy ones that jumped off the page. Those six, yes, there are ones like Tom and Jerry, and I think. Is is uh, Judas and the the Black yeah. Messiah? That why is that a WB as well? Yeah. I think that one's there. And that one, uh, if you love the Oscar type movies, it, it looks fantastic as far as the cast they have and and the story they're telling. So there's more than just what I mentioned here. No, I know. I mean, but, I'm waiting for Dune. I definitely am waiting for Dune. I'm waiting for the new Suicide Squad because seeing some of the things, especially Weasel. I love Sean Gunn. I absolutely adore him. I've seen him in so many things at this point and him as Weasel looks hilarious. They do have a little clip of Idris Elba and John Cena playing their respective characters. It looks good. James Gunn does a brilliant job anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. And that all they had, though, of The Matrix was literally a screen that says The Matrix. Yeah, they haven't given us anything on no, that yet. nothing. They're really holding that one back. They'll probably start really pushing it in the summertime to push for that yeah. uh, Christmas release. I just am still so furious in the fact that there is no news about how anyone in the UK or certain other countries can actually get HBO Max to watch these because I, I would actually pay that $15.99 to get some of these movies because they're we we take the family to them anyways. And that's more expensive taking a family to watch these but not than only it would that be to have at home. Is that all of the cinemas in England are closed. As yeah. they are in a lot of other countries around the world. Get behind me, Egypt. I know you're feeling this way too. <laughs> we need to petition HBO to get pull their fingers out and actually do something for us because I have access to HBO series on now TV. You can get HBO on like the cable access over here or the satellite company. HBO max but HBO oh. max will not be. And it's ridiculous. I mean, they're literally snubbing every other country apart from America yep. and oh no, silly, very silly. It anyway, makes it hard. in good last news, this is the last bit of news I've got and then whatever. Um, then, oh, thanks. I'm just whatever. Thank you. Well, I, I don't know that. what you've got, so, but I'm excited <laughs> about this. So one of the big things that came out of The Mandalorian is obviously when it finished is there is this big question mark about Thrawn. Now, I've heard lots of different stories so far, but one of the things that made me really angry was the thought that there's the possibility that Disney may be calling on Robert Downey Jr. to play Thrawn. Which I thought he'd be terrible. He would try he to bring his Sherlock-type mentality. That's not no. Thrawn. No, 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 Yeah, that wouldn't be good. This is bad. Robert no. Downey Jr., no, you I, cannot play Thrawn. I love if him. If you do, no, no. I, love him, I will though. put my foot up your butt okay, because but, I'm not happy but, about it. But we do love him. We love what he's done in, in other but things, in Sherlock. and in specific characters yes, very well. Yes. He would not be able to... He's not intelligent enough to play Thrawn. He did Sherlock, and he did it well, and that's a highly intelligent no. character. No, he's not anywhere near Benedict Cumberbatch or Johnny Lee Miller in terms of Sherlock. Okay. He was just kind of I still enjoyed his Sherlock. I, I didn't thought think he did it was well. that good. I think the first one was okay, and the second one sucked. Oh, come on. Jude Law. Even with Jude Law, he can pull it up a bit. He can pull no. it up a bit. Lucy Liu and, and Martin Freeman. And even, what was the actor's name that played Moriarty in the second one? Andrew Scott. No, in the movie, the Sherlock movie with Robert Downey Jr. 
That's how bad it is. I don't even remember. Oh, you know who it is, though. Okay. He, he did a really good job, though. Well, well done. It's Mr. Jones from Fringe. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> and he's in the, the Queen. Yes. The Crown. All right. He played So move, the move Moving anyway. on, then. Moving on. So anyway, where we've got at the moment is that Katie Sackhoff, who obviously originally played Boba Katan in Rebels, she is then in The Mandalorian. Yes. Playing Bo-Katan. Excellent. We like this idea. So <laughs> yeah, there yes, is you do. now <laughs> the thought has been also put out there that it is very highly likely that Lars Mikkelsen will get the role of Thrawn. Now, he did the voice in Rebels and he would be perfect. And for those that are, are wondering what he looks like, if you remembered the Sherlock series, he's the one that had the mind castle in his head that Apple Sherlock Door ends up. In series up, four. That I thought it was series three. Was it nope, four? series four. That he shoots, right? Because that was series three that we sh- he killed the guy. Yes, series three. The, End the of last series episode three. of That's series right. three, he shoots him. Uh, and that guy. And I, I think he could play Thrawn really well because he has that pace about him and he has that... You just see there's more Ooh. going on behind the scenes that you need for a Thrawn character. Now, now, Livy and I, have we been highly debating the Thrawn character, and she is convinced that he's evil, but I've been, I've been reading some of the uh, the stories that are out there right now that are canon. If if you haven't read the Thrawn trilogy, it's, it's amazing, and it really gives you this story about Thrawn, where he comes from, who he is, more about his character, and there's even now another Thrawn trilogy. They've just started... Book one's out right now. Book two's out in May, I believe. It's a prequel to that Thrawn trilogy. But the trilogy really spans from when Vader rises to power to right before A New Hope. That's kind of what the Thrawn trilogy, the the timeline of when it spans. But you get to know the Thrawn character a lot, and you're rooting for him. Like, you want him to succeed. You see how what what he's had to go through, and you see that he is a person of of high moral character. But Techno Sugar, you, you don't feel that way. Who? Trash Panda. Sorry, I called you your gamer tag. Oh, yeah. So I've only just started <laughs> listening to Thrawn. I am literally, I'm not even the first chapter through it to be quite, to be fair. Let's, let's be fair. But from what I've seen him in Rebels, he was the most evil, intelligent bloke in Star Wars, period. What's well, the thing? It's as if Sherlock, he has that that mind that works beyond even what Sherlock does. Yep. I've seen that even in the first chapter. Yeah, it's it's amazing the way he thinks and the way he views things. He, he he's really working for his people, but he's always been about saving life, and so he's rising in the ranks of the empire. But you got to act a certain way still. You've got to be a certain thing, and he was always trying to save life. He's always trying to do his best to make sure that that, that the people in the Empire that are just bloodthirsty generals aren't getting their way. And he's always trying to stand in the way of that. Now, does progress still need to happen in the Empire? Yes, it does. But, But he's doing his best to make sure it is the least loss of life everywhere that happens. And that's what I liked about Thrawn. And I'm rooting for the guy now. So I don't, I don't know what they're going to do about him in The Mandalorian. I'm really scared now because I hope they don't make him a bloodthirsty, just evil character. Because according to the books, he's not that character. So anyway, Lars Mikkelsen will play a good version. If you haven't seen Sherlock, if you've watched The Witcher, he also played Stregobor. So they might know him better from that. Yes. But I am excited because honestly... I was super excited that they were even thinking about bringing Thrawn in. Because he, he is an amazing character. Yeah. So much depth to that character that you can do. Yeah. 
And so the fact that they're considering Lars Mikkelsen, I mean, I encourage you read the books, watch Rebels, make your own decision about him. And if you know the character, you will know that Robert Downey Jr. is the totally wrong person to play him. It's like saying, hey, you. Me? Drew, uh, not Drew Carey. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. You play Thrawn. Yeah, I mean, terrible. it wouldn't work. No, there's certain roles Jim Carrey's good for, and it's no. not Thrawn. And then the other one is the Inquisitor, who... Oh, I'm excited about the Inquisitor. Uh, is voiced by Jason Isaacs, and Jason Isaacs has already said, I totally would love to play the Inquisitor. Please do. Oh, he's so good on the screen. If you do it in The Mandalorian. It's really cool to see these other characters who are now stepping up and saying, hey, I did that voice. I want to do that. And that would be really fun to see those characters kind of like step up, step in and start using, you know, doing those roles. And for those wondering who Jason Isaacs is, that is uh, Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. And he was also in Star Trek Discovery, Discovery. in the first season as the captain. Uh, he's, he's done so much more than that, but, but he's, he's a great actor. And when he's on the screen, he commands your attention. And to have him in another Star Wars type thing, he, he'd be great on screen. And yeah, especially in the Mandalorian type setting, that'd be, that'd be a great place for him to be. So I, I like that one a lot. But if you have a difference of opinion, then you know what? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Geek UG, and you can tell us because I'd love to hear what you think. And if you think I'm wrong about Robert Downey Jr., then you need to prove that to me because I... And really tell us about know. Thrawn. What are your thoughts on Thrawn, the Thrawn character, the, yeah, the, the casting, and also is he good or bad? Because he's a very polarizing character in the way that he does portray himself. <gasps> if you've seen Rebels, what does he do in Rebels? I mean, he does some terrible stuff in Rebels. He does. I've just realized who he is. He's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no. No, I'm not saying he should be played no, by Nicolas Cage. I know Cage. what you mean. I know what you mean, though. He's but Nicolas no, Cage. He's not. Share, share your theory on Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage, good or bad? It, is it, he a bad actor that plays bad roles? Is he a good actor that plays badly in some roles? I mean, who knows? Who is Nicolas Cage? And if you've seen Community at all, you will know that Abed takes a class on that and just about <laughs> goes insane. And again, if you still haven't watched Community, we're going to keep telling you to watch it. It is amazing. It is one of the it most is. underrated comedies on television ever. And yep. you need to watch it. Uh, but yes, I don't think he's Nicolas Cage, though. That's not who he is. Let us know your thoughts on Thrawn, good or bad. I'd love diehard uh, Star Wars fans to let us know because I know there's been <laughs> stuff about him in... Uh, what used to be canon that's not canon now and maybe there's stuff in there that i haven't read that you guys know about but i only know what i've read recently which is the new thrawn trilogy as well as then the new thrawn prequel partial trilogy that's out and that that's my knowledge of thrawn as well as star wars rebels that do paint him as a very kind of dark and evil character and those so books we'll see. by timothy zahn yeah really really good interested the audiobooks as well are, are kind of more of a Oh, what do you call it when you add the sound effects? Uh, dramatization. Even though it's read all the way through, he does the voices amazingly well. They add some sound effects. It, it's just fun to listen to while you're driving. I and wasn't expecting it when something blew up. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was expecting just the story to be read. And then there was a massive explosion, which was very loud. And it made me jump. Yep. And then I just have a few things about uh, how 2020 is hopefully going to play out. Because, like I said, you mean 2021, 2021. Yes, I'm sorry. 
Because movie studios, they are still preparing for theatrical releases. Whereas in the UK, we, we, we don't know if that can happen. Because we're seeing movies that are supposed to be out coming in March, like Godzilla and Kong. Will that actually happen? We don't know. Raya and the Dragon, uh, Coming to America, The Kingsman are all March releases. Will, will we have those? Well, Coming to America is actually in Oh, streaming. Uh, it is a streaming only, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like The Kingsman, those are all supposed to be out in March. And we, we don't know what the world's going to look like. But I'm still excited the fact that they're they're planning on it. And the year is is shaping out really, really amazingly. No time to die in April. We we all want that that, that last James Bond one. Did you? I didn't realize that before he filmed this one, he had said that he'd rather slit his wrists than play James Bond again. So I wonder wow. what it, I wonder. Yeah, exactly. I wonder what it is that brought him back. But we have a new director, Kerry Fukunaga, newcomer to the franchise. And it might be a good thing because to me, Spectre felt tired and hopefully somebody like him can come in and breathe some freshness into that character should be in April, a quiet place to back in April, adding Cillian Murphy, who I I love his stuff as well as joining that cast, Black Widow in May, Free Guy in May, Fast 9 in May, Cruella in May, and then June, Ghostbusters and Venom. In July, we have Top Gun and Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, as well as Uncharted with Tom Holland. One of them that really jumped out at me, let me know if you've even heard of this one, is called The Tomorrow War. It's a film that stars Chris Pratt as a soldier kind of from the past that's been drafted by scientists, basically transported from the past to the present, which is our future, to fight off an alien invasion overwhelming our future's military. Huh. Yeah, it just sounded interesting. I hadn't I hadn't heard anything about it until I was researching this, and that's something that's coming out supposedly in July, as well as Jungle Cruise in July with The Rock and Emily Blunt. It's such a great it's a great lineup. We have this great lineup of movies, well, but we yeah. don't know if we can watch them. And there's Chaos Walking in March. Oh, well, there, as well. there was so many things that I could have put in there. I tried to limit it. And Monster Hunter I comes tried. out in February, and I. St- want to see that oh is that to streaming in february i don't know oh, i think it was february 16th to streaming i think i remember looking that up we can watch that one but the one that has me bummed right now is morbius has been now moved to 2022 january it was supposed to be last summer and then it got pushed to march and then october and now january 2022 really? that's the one that's bothering you yes right because now? it's spider-man-y I like Spider-Man stuff. I was shocked that Free Guy wasn't bothering you. Well, that one's in May. Where's that one? Yeah, May. Free Guy's in May. May 21st. Maybe. Maybe. But that's at a point where hopefully... And that's the thing, guys. There's so much hope right now in the world with this vaccine getting rolled out. They're finding every every single week, they're finding new ways to combat COVID. And I, I know it's been a struggle. I really do. I, I, we work with so many teens and young adults that are struggling. And this goes to older adults as well that are struggling. But the ones we work with, teens and young adults that have been having a really hard time. But guys, there's hope. There is hope that's on the horizon. The vaccine, it is working. It is getting out there. Now, it could be going out there faster. But we're, we're, I'm sure the world is doing the best they can. But there's hope on the horizon. Yep. And, and I pray, guys, that you would hold on to that hope. And if you do need that help... We like to give you ways to get a hold of us, and you can reach us at the Geek UG. Trash Panda already said that. Send us messages, direct messages, just message on our stuff, and we'll get back to you. There's so many resources we'd love to point you towards because we, we know it's a struggle, and we know that some of you are alone and alone and lonely, and that's when anxiety and depression really take hold. Let us know how we can help you. Let us know how we can pray for you. If you just want us to pray for you, shoot us a message. Go, hey, pray for me. Just put your name. You don't need to say anything that's going on, and we'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. And let us know how we can help because it has been a struggle and and we want to be here to help you in every way that we can. Uh, and that's just, yeah, that's just, yeah. I think I'm done though. I think I'm good. 
So awesome. trash, trash Panda, you good? I'm good. You are good. We are good. Um, we're ending kind of early today. We're less than an hour, which I think is not a bad thing because I think towards the end of the hour, you start getting really tired of us. So we'll try to trim it down a little bit. But, but let us know again if we can help you at the GQG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can reach us there. We love to be of service. And if you just need some direction or resources, we can point you in that direction. Just, just ask us. Ask us what it is you're looking for, and we can point you towards something that we know is quality, that works, and there's people that will help you. We'd love to be able to do that. So from me, from Dadpool, at the Geek Underground, you guys don't forget to be awesome. And from me, the Trash Panda, I say be unique, be yourself, be the person you were created to be, because you are awesome. Yes, you are. So, bye! The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.